My Spencer, boy. Yeah. Did I step in it this weekend? I don't know what happened, uh, man. And I feel like you, I don't know if you'll understand it or not. I don't know if anyone will, or maybe I'm just a misogynistic oh, uh, asshat. I uh, went to a wedding Saturday for some good friends of mine. Congratulations, Martine and Grace. Uh, you might remember Grace used to work here. She was our graphic I designer. Do, uh, Martine, she was cool. a fellow Cowboys friend. I a met Martine great, a couple uh, times. Also super cool. Great chef. Uh, I love both of those. So I was really excited to go to the wedding. Had fun. It was a good wedding. Uh, they had bowling. It was at uh, Sagarunda Hall. Ooh. And I was like, oh, man, I want to join an old man fraternity. That'd be fun. But it's it's mainly based around choir and singing. So I was like, oh, never mind, man. You've got that high voice you nah, like to do. During, did you know? Singing Wonderful. no German-ass songs. <laughs> uh, had a lot of fun at the wedding. But on the way home, I, I had thought the entire time. I was like, man, weddings just aren't as fun as they used to be. And I was kind of telling her. I was like, yeah, just not drinking and weddings aren't as fun as they used to be. And she's like, no, they're like, honey, they're like, I'm glad you're not, you didn't drink at the wedding. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's not it. But like when you're single and a dude, weddings are so fun. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, as a single dude, you go to a wedding because you know you're going to hook up. Or at the very least, just kind of meet well, someone. Yeah. Even if you don't hook up, you dance with some you ladies, dance with exchange someone, info. You have a great time. Yeah. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, I used to love going to weddings because it was just a great place to, to meet. And, and she's like, but. Uh-oh, you're putting that foot in your What mouth. about all the weddings we went to? We had a lot of fun. We danced. I was like, yeah, but it's not the same. She's like, why is it not the same? And I was like, oh. Um, you don't get it, honey. The, uh, um, uh, b- because. Um, I'm dancing and hooking up with you <laughs> instead of someone I've never met before. Hell yeah, I'm going to send this to her. Reminder about this. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> all of her tattletale coworkers will as well. But other than that, wedding was great. Other than me mm-hmm. putting my... And it was fun, but again, it's not just that. I think as you get older and you're going to younger people weddings, it's just, you know... And I think I've been involved in so many weddings recently where I've been part of the wedding party yeah. or had some duty that I've learned to, <laughs> hey, hey. I've learned to, you know, usually I'm working it or something. So I'm just a different mindset. It's okay. Uh, bowling was fun. And yeah. uh, my buddies and I were playing and they're like, do you know how to score bowling? And I'm like, yeah, but let's not do it. Let's just play all spares. And we invented a game where you bowl, but it's all spare. Like, even strikes don't get you points. It's all spares. Y'all just weren't interested in doing any math? <laughs> Is that all it was? Precisely. Jesus. But also, it makes it more fun because if you get a strike, then you just wasted your turn. It's all spares. So then you have to find a way a to strike up it, interest. Mm, it's not spare, I guess, tangly, but uh, whatever, man. Well, I you, would be so you, upset if, it was if you did that. In my very last uh, throw, I gutter balled it, and then I threw a strike, so technically it counted as a spare. Uh, point being, if you go to a wedding with uh, your loved one, tell them it was the best wedding ever and you have fun. Other than that, congratulations, Grace and Martine. It's time to get retro. That's right, today's National Retro Day, where it says no smartphones, internet, or social media. Focus on each other. You can go and get those 8-inch bell-bottoms, a stellar afro. Maybe you prefer a moonwalk, leather jacket, and a single glove. Go out and get retro today. Is that Uh, what retro means? That's what it says, but when I think of retro, I mean, first of all, I would think of the 80s. Like, I would be like, oh, the 80s. That was my retro phase. Kids a little older than me, probably like the 70s. Disco was uh, retro, but to me, it was like very much doing new wave 80s things. I even see that when I think of uh, like Stranger Things. I'm like, oh, man, all that's retro. But now I'm very sad. We're, we're actually retro. Yeah, we are. We are retro. 90s babies, baby. The beginning... Well, growing up in the 90s. The beginning of the internet is retro. Those video games are retro. Smartphones are retro. Yeah. Our damn jobs. Retro. Uh, no, come on, man. We're still around. Dude, our co-host, <laughs> right? Matt Bearden, his daughter was in here, and we said something about, ah, oh, tell the kids in school on your radio. They won't know what it is. And she goes, no, actually, radio is really cool. It's like, so retro. I believe she said vintage. Oh, that's different. That's, even, that's, that's older. Sexier though. I, right? Come dude, on, man. Vintage is like when I think of vintage, I think of the twenties. When I think of retro, <laughs> I think of the seventies and eighties. So that means radio <laughs> word vintage. Vintage. When I think of the word vintage, all that comes to mind is me. It's just like at least one or two layers of dust for some reason. You're, just old. 
You're Sad. not wrong. And that, Stored in the attic. That is, that is uh, very, very... Oh, Matt, hey, CJ, Matt, speaking of vintage... I'm sorry, I'm again here getting ready for the next segment, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, you said, when I hear vintage, I think of the 20s. Uh, it's currently the 20s. You have to specify now, because oh, you've no! gotten far enough that you're actually in the 20s. <sighs> You wow. have to say the last 20s, Pre- not this 20s. Appreciate that observation. God. <laughs> that is depressing. Oh, man. Well, I, you know, I got a TikTok, so does that, is that cool now? No, or is, is that retro, retro as already. well? Damn it. <laughs> it's moving uh, so fast. Well, go celebrate retro by listening to the radio. Yeah. Sorry, that's Vintage Day. We'll talk about that at a future date. Imagine getting sent to jail through the metaverse. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. If it's on the internet, it's on the radio. Thus being, if it's in the metaverse, it is also so, here. So here and not on the radio. I don't know. Uh, recently, uh, for those of you that don't know what the metaverse is, it's just Facebook and um, I guess Steve... Not Steve Jobs. That's funny. I get all the tech men confused, even the dead ones. Um, just Zuckerberg and everybody yeah. have just started creating these quote-unquote metaverses, which are these spaces where you can go and you can have meetings with other people in quote-unquote real life. But it's all, you know, VR-based and you have your own avatar and you can talk and whatever. Um, and recently in Colombia, they decided to host their first court hearing in the metaverse. Okay. And the, the so photos, what is this? Just like Zoom yeah, meetings I mean, during it's the pandemic? Zoom, but instead you have a little your avatar. avatar right? It looks like Nintendo Wii characters. Yes, exactly. It's like Wii if you're playing or, or The Sims. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except for you're going in for a parking ticket. You know, or a speeding ticket. And uh, yeah, it's basically Zoom and... Um, I, that I don't is so know. extra. What this, a waste of time and resources to this make this. This whole concept <laughs> is so strange. Yeah. Um, they <laughs> yeah. say that yeah. they need to kind of, before this can fully develop into something that we would use in the United States or anywhere else, really, they need to assess the costs and the accessibility. The cost benefit ratio. Now, this is um, a courtroom, essentially. Now, this they, is clearly in the United States. a virtual courtroom. But that's all a bunch of, like... You can't bring a camera into courtrooms or anything like that. Like, how is this? Some you can. That's Some insane. You can. can you? Because I'm like, well, uh, is this a privacy type? Like, I don't know. To me, I'm like, but it, if it's a private it. server and they're all avatars and not really real people, yeah. Then also, when maybe you go to court, fine. like when you have a small hearing, like you all just sit in there and line up and go one by one. So maybe that's, that's just true. it. There's just the well, maybe this is for the more you know, like like civil or like smaller uh, cases, smaller like you okay, said, okay, parking okay, ticket. Yeah, like hey, a parking ticket. So you have to drive all the way to the court to do it. You just log in. The next morning, you all just get in the line, and then the judge is just on a TV, (laughs) and then he just reads you your fine and asks you if you plead guilty, not guilty, or no contest. Ah. Yeah. That's, that would be a... I don't know. I just looked up it up. This was all streamed on YouTube, so okay. you were right. I don't know how yeah. how they were able to do this. Um, I guess you can. I've seen some people try to use Zoom and and um, or use this instead of Zoom for their actual business meetings. Now we all meet in person, so anything that has to do with Zoom or working from home. I don't understand because I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest concern is this. They're trying to play this off as if it's something super convenient. And it just sounds like, I mean, it is sound a bit convenient for, you know, people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, let's pack, you know, 40 more uh, cases that this judge has to do let's in this day. Let's make you build yeah. Even though judges are pretty well compensated and I wouldn't consider them part of the working also, class. It's like, hey, let's get them to do even more work to during fight, their day. Like, to fight a ticket, if I had to log into a portal, create an avatar, download some software like it's it's just a lot like I so I like the direction it's trending in that you don't have to drive to the courthouse mm-hmm. that saves taxpayer money that saves yes. time yes that works but there's a way to do that probably just with video chat well that isn't this but Zuckerberg and Facebook messed up with their whole metaverse thing and they're really trying to make it work yes really it, trying this, to make this article work. claims that the people that were involved said that uh, the experience felt more real than a video call which I don't know how that's realistic no, because the metaverse liars. characters don't have legs. <laughs> they're weak. So they're, they're just little floating toast torso just, bodies. I bet I bet ah oh, Jesus. That just sounds like nonsense. There's only one it's thing so weird. only one thing that's gonna make the metaverse work. It's what made uh 
VHS work instead of Laserdisc. It's what made VHS work instead of Beta. It's what made the internet work, and that's Pern. Excuse me? Nudity on the internet. Oh. Prawn. Virtual. Prawn. Virtual. Virtual That's the prawn. only thing that'll save the metaverse. They've People already started up. doing that. Some see? AI. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, you see. I mean, I don't no, know I haven't if you've seen, seen it. Seen. Okay, I haven't seen it either. But they've they started to make some uh, Twitch streamers. Uh, they they have like this deep fake stuff, deep fake AI of their porn, no and it's it's very bad. No so thanks. Sorry, just me, just me. That it's really just bad. you. You've been watching uh, Mr. Beast uh, deep fakes. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> I have been watching a lot of those. So can we deep fake a court case in the metaverse? Uh, do we have the ability to do that yet through AI? I think so. Hey kids, get out of here. Pick up time with our friend Matt Beard. Uh, yep, I a Chick Fil A restaurant is banning unaccompanied minors from its restaurant. It says, look, we're t- we can't put up with my. Basically, let's be honest. It's uh, uh, middle school and early high school kids probably uh, acting the fool. Giant yeah. pains in the ass. Uh, totally get it. I've been on both sides of this. Yeah, it's frustrating. My daughter goes to school near uh, an ice cream shop, and the ice cream shop's like, no, no kids. <laughs> and she's no like, but, but she's like, but uh, ice cream shops are for kids. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's because you guys screwed it up. And I mean, not her specifically. I just mean kids your age have screwed it up. Yeah, you're, your you're, peers. You're, you're pains <laughs> in the asses, and so that's what happened. But I was wondering, did you guys ever, growing up, did you all ever... I mean, I was in a skateboard group, and we probably did a lot of stuff we weren't supposed to. I, I lived literally, literally behind a Mr. Gaddy's in Houston. Yeah, kicked out of a uh, Chili's. Um, we were high school, just wild and annoying and right. loud. But um, my high school, uh, I feel bad for the restaurants. There was a street in front of the high school, and then across from it, next to the highway, was like a restaurant row. So uh, there was a Chili's there. This wasn't the one I was kicked out of. There was a Chili's. And Olive Garden, there was like four or five restaurants right there. And eventually they changed their policies because kids would go and order chips and salsa and not tip. And that was it. And fill the restaurants. Right. Then one of them started, there were some recalendars too. Uh, then they started making it to where when kids came in, they all sat in one section, like family style picnic. And then that sucked because you don't want to sit with kids you don't know. Uh, and they kind of did their own to... to Force people out, and it sucked because like, well, man, I just want to go to Chili's and eat real quick. It's also cheap, but I get it because as a server, I worked at a Joe's Crab Shack in Amarillo, that was on a similar restaurant row right next to a movie theater. Right. So parents would drop teenagers off at the weekend and say, "Okay, let the mall babysit you." And then essentially, yes, they would go and sit and not tip and order cheaply and drink water that they would dump lemons and sugar in and. Uh, yeah, high school kids suck. I think most parents are, are there's a couple parents pushing back and saying, how dare you, Chick-fil-A? I think most of us get it. When I was in, uh, like, early high school, I was a skateboarder, right? And that's uh, some friends, we skated. And, and, like, since there was, you know, you climbed the fence in my backyard and you were in, you were at the Mr. Gaddy's. Nice. So we skated there on the, uh, you know, the parking blocks and all that stuff. And we were kind of pains in the asses. They had a couple of video games, so we were in there a lot. And finally, the manager there got pretty smart. He said, look. You guys seem like decent, okay kids, but you're kind of a pain in the ass. You know, you're skating on parking blocks. People are trying to park. It intimidates them. You look weird. You Unscrewing got, the Parmesan lid. We, you know, you and we make were, messes. We, we, you we don't skate punks. We had uh, mohawks and stuff like that. He's like, you know, it, it, people don't know what to think of you. So he's like, hey, would you, I'll pay you guys to go put these mailers in this neighborhood. And we would skate around the neighborhood and put the mailers on the door hand, you know, those door hanging things. Yeah. Nice. And he'd pay us a little bit. Then he had another thing. On Sundays, he had what was called the God Squad that was coming would come in. It was the quote unquote good kids from the big the big mega church, but they were actually really terrible kids. Yeah. So he would say, "All right, if you go around and pick up all the salt and pepper shakers and all the napkin dispensers and anything that that's not tied down before the God Squad arrives, I'll give you guys a free pizza." And then we did, and then he said, "Here's and here's the area where you're allowed to skate." And so we would give us a free pizza. Uh, we would just do that, and then he gave us a little area in the back to skate, and then we looked after the place, and we cleaned up the parking lot, and it's like, it was kind of a genius move at yeah, the time. Absolutely. To do that. Do That's a I mean? business owner right there, man. Damn. Yeah, it was fantastic, because we were like, <laughs> a- we, we eventually just really started to like him and respect the guy, and stopped doing things like, um, 
grinding on the curbs in front of the well, <laughs> and then you can the... start going to other businesses and having them pay you protection. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, thing. Thing. Start a racket, baby. Yeah, like that. <laughs> anyway, do you, do you think that that restaurants should basically disallow? Kids it's, to come in? It's kind of screwed up, but again, the kids are giant pains in the ass, and what people don't realize is uh, the good old, uh, we have the right to refuse anyone, Yeah. and obviously this Chick-fil-A or whatever, I mean, is this a national thing, or one specific? No, it's a, it's a, basically it's a guy that has like a, a friend, like has three. So he's, he's had problems with yeah, it, exactly. and that's exactly why he has to do it. If they're disrupting business, sure. Um, it's a blanket thing to throw out, and I'm sure there's a better way to handle it, but yeah, dude, uh, young kids are dumb and annoying. Uh, absolutely. High school kids are just in any form or group. At the very base, they're not spending a lot of money. That's the And they're other taking issue. up a lot of space. That's yeah. the other issue is that, and I don't mean to sound cruel and overjudgmental, but when it comes right down to it, the biggest thing isn't that they don't spend. It's that high school kids tend to not know how to tip, and that's that the too. issue. If you're going to sit on a table, even if all you're having is a Coke, but you end up tipping a ten dollars because you were there for an hour. There's going to be way fewer complaints. It yeah. was a big deal, like I when you when, when I was you in high school. An actual fifteen cents because you was like, well, it was only a dollar. That's fifteen percent. It's like, well, technically it is, but it's more insulting than just not tipping. You're at also all. just straight up uh, when you're with a group, like two three people might eat out of a group of seven. And then it's just you're taking up a, a lot of space and time, and it's it's frustrating. Yeah, my friend Janet, for like three months, paid for us everywhere we went. She was paying for us. Uh, and then we found out that she was – it was in the early days of scanners, and she was counterfeiting bills and just paying oh, with damn. counterfeit money. Okay. Not wow. good. That's a federal offense. That's awesome, though. 101X. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. Wendy's is coming to a grocery store near you. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! That's right. Uh, Wendy's Chili will be coming to a grocery store near you. Another fast food favorite that you can get off your shelves. Spencer found this story earlier, and I already noticed that it is straight up in a can. Uh, completely white label with the Wendy's logo, but it does look like the type of food you would only buy at a store selling military rations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not, not the best uh, design thus far. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Wendy's Chili is uh, many people's favorites. It's not bad. I I feel like it's in a symbiotic relationship with the potato. Yeah, for some I reason. Both. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, Plus, but, you can pour the chili on the potato. That's what absolutely, or dipped the the potato (laughs) into the chili. Either way, uh, the two together are delicious. And now if you've been craving Wendy's chili and don't want to go all the way through the trouble of driving through the drive-thru, you can instead stock up your shelves with new Wendy's chili. Uh, The Giant recently tweeted out a photo of the can that I just mentioned. And uh, apparently it will be coming to our grocery stores very, very soon, thanks to ConAgra Foods. The Giant uh, announcing that uh, you're going to have cans of it very, very soon. With beans, without beans, TBD. The picture does say with beans, but I'm assuming they'll do both because you know in Texas, we don't like beans in our chili. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, this is a desperation chili for Texans, you know, going to Wendy's. (laughs) No offense. I still like it. I'll eat it. You know what I mean? It's fast food chili. It's exactly what it should be. You can't really expect it to be quality, like I'm going to eat this at a uh, festival or fair or something, you know? But it still uh, will get you by. Now it'll get Mm -hmm. you by even uh, easier. Uh, H-E-B's been pretty good at at putting different... more condiments that I've noticed from different restaurants and spices and stuff like that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. Because I will admit, when I make a chili at home, I'll make it really good. And then I'll cut it with some Wolf Brand if I have a lot of people over. Yeah. You know, uh, that'll be the bottom layer. You cut it with some of the thickness. Damn. I love Wolf for just uh, the I mean, it's good. Chili dogs. Brand chili. Wolf. Uh, wolf. This is uh, not the last thing to go, but there was something else I was trying to remember. I mean, we've had a lot of ice creams and treats like that that we've seen Walmart pick up and include in their store. Yeah, like those little De- uh, Hostess or whatever. Was it, or was it Little Debbie? I forget. Yeah, like yeah, they different. did a brand of ice cream. Obviously, you can yeah. get Taco Bell shells and Taco Bell products inside of their stores. Uh, but what I need is some Arby's. I need 
some Arby, the bread that they do, the beef and cheddar that has like yeah. the onion on it, and uh, straight up their red ranch sauce, they and then to, the cheddar goo. They need and to get it together, dude. You're right. Let me make my own roast beef sandwich, but with my own choices of meat, but I still need the bread, the cheddar, and the red ranch. Okay, yeah. That would be yeah. awesome if there were Arby's in grocery stores. Putting a call out right now. Arby's. Do I don't it, know, man. man. I don't know about that. But, I, you know, I guess I agree. I'm a big sauce guy recently, and I did uh, go to a different H-E-B than the one I'm near because they seem to, ever since the freeze a couple of years ago, have just lost all of the good sauces they had. So you had to switch H-E-Bs. So well, I went to the uh, one on Palmer, Mopac, recently, and I was like, oh, my God, look at all this inventory they have here. This is amazing. <laughs> it's I H-E-B caters to their areas and neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I have two so I H-E-Bs. I they just hate us up in Pflugerville. <laughs> I have the Runberg Old School Family H-E-B uh, with formerly fights out front. And then I have the hipster just moved to Austin Miller H-E-B. Both very different. Uh, but I, I've noticed that uh, if I want one type of meat, I got to go to one. If I want another type of meat, I got to go to the other. Uh, and I love that H-E-B does that. Now, will they carry this Wendy's chili? I don't know. TBD. Will Arby's invest in a complete build-your-own-roast-beef kit? I doubt it. They need to, man. They need, <laughs> just let, let me run into an Arby's real quick and hey, make man, something yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's start all I ask. Start proposing these ideas to them, you know? All right, it's time to settle our sports bets. Uh, today, Matt, uh, one of us will actually be dropping a, uh, a chip on the Punishment Plinko. I have revived, brought back the Plinko board, so uh, after we read this, we'll come back and Wait. someone's going to get punished today. I, I'm confused. So... Just out of the blue, you decided to add punishments again now? Dude, we have no NFL football. The sports segment is boring. But I know I didn't do well this weekend. I find it weird that after the results, you're like, oh, this is going to be the week where we decide to start punishing somebody. Uh, Actually, you make me, you turned me into a whiner because you've continuously because done I this. exposed you just to let, I let you talk on the radio because <laughs> you why. consistently week after week change the rules to this thing after we've already made the bets. Yeah, the rules are simple. Whoever loses today drops a Plinko <laughs> chip. Uh, if you will recall, I did win the uh, physical challenge, so that puts me up uh, overall, but we have four more items to decide starting yeah. with uh, Austin FC versus St. Louis. I said win, loss, or draw. Matt said I'm going to go with Austin FC. They're going to win, and they should have. Home- but do you remember me saying I am really feel weird about it because they tend to drop these kind of games that should be easy for them? Do you remember me saying that? Yeah. That's such they, an idiot. They embarrassingly dropped it. Like A lot of people are like, dude, it's just a match. It's just season one. I'm like, no, no, no. This is an indem... This is... Uh, this is very much what they've done for a long time. They're playing a brand new club, just started, uh, just moved up to the MLS at home, and then they embarrassingly lose to them. Uh, no, this is bad. Their offense didn't get any better. As a matter of fact, you're not going to be able to rely on Stuver well, to keep I, making amazing saves. I know, but I will say that I, I did see two of the best goals I've seen us get during very that true. match. I don't want to say that our... our they just was. It just looked. You know, it looked like it looked like maybe we were a little sloppy. Very sloppy. And it kind of was a, a sub in the eleventh minute. Kind of, he was sort of blamed outright and oh, correct God. for uh, some of these goals. Uh, but yeah, very very, very bad loss. What was the bad? Uh, Matt uh, lost. CJ wins. Um, you also said that with Texas. You said, I have a bad feeling about this. And you went with your gut and picked Baylor to beat Texas. Texas was crushing Baylor at one point and then completely got crushed by Baylor. I, I told you. Uh, I knew, I knew, I knew what was happening in that game early on. Yeah, and it did. And now uh, Texas is in jeopardy of uh, winning the Big 12. Um, so we'll see with that. Texas women taking on OU. OU ranked higher. Matt said uh, the burn orange ladies, they're going to do just fine. Yep. And you know what? They did. Upset in OU. Uh, two points, Matt. One for CJ. Last one, Lakers taking on Mavericks. Matt picked, so mad, dude. I'm Matt so picked mad. my Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks so mad. up 27, 27 over the Lakers. 27 points over the Lakers. The Lakers have not had a 27-point comeback since 2002. 21 years. That is until this weekend. Yeah, team, teams are 113 and 0 when they're up by that much this season. Until the Mavericks blew it, that's what they do. You gotta learn, Mavericks suck, dude. They're gonna. Uh, we are tied. Two points, CJ. Two points, Matt. 
Uh, tiebreaker is me winning the pickle plot. Matt's going to come wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean the tiebreaker is you? That was no, last that's week, not, dude. You can't just do this. That's I CJ. disagree. You I disagree. The tiebreaker. This, that was last week. Because we needed, uh, we did it during last week's sports segment where we made these bets. No, 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 just no. at least you, flip a you, coin you or something. Pick, yeah. That's not fair. Come God, on, y'all are such babies. Do y'all want to come in and do I'm the work for playing. this, or do it? Or I mean, you did so, all the work. You should get to be able to put the chip in there. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> fair enough. We'll do a coin flip. Why uh, don't we both do it? From one? now on, we tied. The way it works. Are there are four goddamn sports bets, hey, and the tiebreaker is the physical challenge. You got it? Tiebreaker is always going to be physical challenge. That's right. the fifth element. So let's do a physical challenge to break the tie. Okay. Whoever pisses me off more. <laughs> I win. Um, That's a point for playing. me. CJ is going to be punished. <laughs> okay. We'll each drop a chip. That's fair. So here's the deal. Austin FC can't just play like crap an entire match, let a couple goals get scored, then rely on Drewsi to save us or Stuver to make magnificent, amazing stops and saves uh, because we're slacking off. I'm just saying, Austin FC, I'm very, it's only one game, yes, but it is a very bad game, and it's indicative of what they've always done. Right? Sports? Sounds good. Okay, uh, we're here for the Plinko drop. Uh, we have some new punishments on the Plinko board. Uh, all can be reacted, interacted, done today after the drop. Uh, Matt and I tied, so I guess we're both going to drop. We have the Chili Bowl. That is where you put a bowl on your head and shave around it. Uh, condom gum. You chew on uh, a condom like it's gum. Uh, just eat it. Uh-oh. I have a bowl full of things you have to eat. $20 buyout. Uh, pube pool, that explains itself. Uh, the boot brush, brush your teeth with a boot. The sniff test. Sniff test is where you will smell your opponent's uh, article of clothing that they uh, give you. And, of course, dong plong is a classic where you will take a bottle of ketchup because we don't have a water bottle and try to flip it and land it upright on someone else's dong. Can it be done? We'll find out. Matt, do you want me to drop first or do you want to drop no, first? No, I'll go drop first. Matt's going to awesome. drop first. Uh, today we will each be punished. I do have a pair of clippers for the chili bowl, if that's what ends up happening. Uh, we will settle for a Z in the head, if uh, that's what someone does. Here goes. Plinko, number one away. And it's going. It's dropping. It's doing. It's finding. Dong plong. Oh, very brutal. Beautiful. Very saddening, but uh, easier to do. Matt, how do you feel about getting this ketchup bottle instead of a water bottle possibly plonged on your dong? Uh, I guess it's fine if it's easiest. If, I mean, if you came unprepared. That's what we got to do. Well, I had to print those out. So, yeah, other than that. Uh, I know it's not true because we got a uh, company-wide email this weekend that said, please, nobody print anything else in the building. <laughs> All right. <laughs> CJ now is... Uh, he's uh-oh. dropping. He nope. dropped right in the middle, and he's going to get lucky. It's coming right back to the middle, and he gets the very easy $20 buyout, which yeah. is what I was aiming for, and I'm really upset because <laughs> it just seems to keep going CJ's way. Uh, $20 will stay in the pot, by the way, till the end of the year, and then the, uh, or the, until the summer, until the break, and then we will just, uh, the winner of sports bet will get the cash from there. All right. Uh, this is a little heavy, though. So I don't know, odd man. odd way to say you didn't bother to bring $20 today. No. That might be too heavy. Well, are you going to plong it from that high up? I'll do it low, okay? All right. I'm uh, not sure we should do that because that's very dangerous, and someone here has to care about our that's health. That's not going to hurt me. Safe. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Let's see. Okay. Plong in some uh, can I say something? Uh, I've been married for 15 years. There is no more feeling. Okay. Okay, that makes more <laughs> sense then. It's been beaten out of me over the years, and really, the, I'm numb to any kind of uh, pain to the crotch. All right, well... Let's hope CJ can nail it. All right, if you can uh, narrate, Spencer, what we're going to do yes, here. Yes, sir. Are you going to film it yourself? I like um, that, the point of view shot, actually. Got the ketchup bottle. The idea is just well, like the YouTube videos we, where you plong it on a dong. This, when we did this before, okay. I had to get on the ground and try to plong it from the ground level over. I know. I'm going to. It looks like you're getting ready to throw that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I got you so good. I got you so good. All right, the object, like a water bottle, is to flip it 360 and have it land upwards on his dong. Here we go. All right. There we go. There, that's more. Yeah, thank you. Now, how many attempts do you get? (laughs) That's enough. That's enough. I feel bad. That actually... I was aiming for in between the legs, and I hit the scrote. Oh, no. He 
only needs one. Oh. Yeah, I, I was actually aiming for where his legs crossed, trying to have a not as big, but that that made it worse. Should have gone for more crotch. Yeah. He's not good enough for a little bit. Matt, had to, he, we both offered to get something else. You heard it. We offered. To, are you okay? Now I feel bad. It's okay. It's just very funny. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't. Uh, uh, we'll we'll put video up at, at these at CJ Morgan show. Great shot, man! I was not ready uh, for it, and it was this funny. Right in the goo. That's all, Cocaine Bear, and he's got some opinion. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. No! Yeah, sorry to dip in on uh, nerd report, which is usually if I, that's you. Emily, Spencer, this is your guys' comfort zone, Yeah, I heard right? you crapping on my lightsaber in Disney the other day. I on did your not crap on wow. it. I just said that it seems to be a ridiculous thing for a grown man to do. Okay. That said... I got excited and had to have you in on this nerd yeah, report. before you judge me... You don't like movies. I'm coming on bended knee and saying, I found something that I want to talk to you guys about. I don't like movies. I'm you not like a joyous person. You yeah. I'm a crank all the time. I'm, a, I'm no fun to be around. I saw Cocaine Bear this weekend with my 13-year-old no daughter. No way. Hell yeah. And it was phenomenal. Really? Not like, oh, it was really good. I legitimately, at the end, was in such a good mood after that movie. I No, I would never do this because, oh, God, I pity the people that clap at the end of movies, but my God, I almost <laughs> stood up and clapped. It was that good. So really, here's yeah. the thing that's interesting about it is I was worried there was going to be too much expectation out of the hype because it started early. It's like, ah, there's a cocaine movie and it was a thing on Reddit and all that. Then it went away. Then the like heavy marketing for the movie kicked in. Right. And there was a second wave of build up and excitement. And to a lot of people, they're like, this is going to be fun the way the room was fun. Or uh, something like uh, that, yeah, it's or, like a or the classic. hot tub time machine. Yeah. I don't know. Hot tub but time machine is another great. Let me. I, I, when I first saw Cocaine Bear and I saw that picture they were using, I thought this was going to be a very dark shot, almost like uh, remember Three Hundred that movie. Yeah. You know? yeah, I thought it would be really dark, and I thought it was going to be dark like The Revenant, right? Like there would be this dark <laughs> story about okay. this bear that was cocained up. I, see, said, I thought it was going to be like a comedy horror slasher. Where well, it was then somebody be... told me, oh, no, it's going to be a campy horror. And I saw the preview for it, and I was like, oh, they ruined the idea I had in my head. And they are going to make a really stupid hot, look, hot tub time machine, fun, right? The Fairley Brothers movies, like Step Brother and stuff like that, sure, fun. Um, but you don't think about them afterwards. No, they're slapstick, and it's like, yeah. man, I can't believe they made that. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. I think this movie, one of the reasons it's so good is, frankly, it's directed by a woman. Elizabeth yes. Banks does yes. an incredible job with this movie. And I think what it is is, you know, like, guys will make dumb jokes to each other because it's dumb and it's funny to us to be dumb. Kicking in the butt farts. Mm-hmm. Simple. There funny. are some of those dumb jokes. But there, you know how girls will go ah, when we act the way we do, and they roll their eyes. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> somebody wrote wrote that. And she goes, "Okay, look, I get that you want to be the dumb, jo- but can we do it this way instead?" Like there was just like having a second opinion on some of these jokes, and it really makes the movie way interesting. Better. I want my thirteen year old. I know you're not supposed to take. Look, I'm gonna tell you, you're not supposed to take a thirteen year old. She's having a really bad weekend, and she wanted to go. So I said, "Let's let's go." It was a blast. Uh, she got legitimately jump scared a couple times. Cute. There's some fun, scary stuff in it. Um, it is kind of tongue in cheek, but it's really smart. Like it's smart, nice. It's smart, campy. So Does it's that even make sense? more than yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. Um, my daughter had seen Megan. I don't know if you guys saw Megan. She said, I "Oh, this reminded Megan. me of she goes, this reminded me of Megan." But I liked I was it bring a that more. Up, she yeah. said, "I feel like it was a better movie." Really? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, "Okay, that maybe that's a way I can help explain to people." I didn't see Megan, but. Um, she was like, yeah, my, my daughter's really into horror right now. So, mm-hmm. and she said, yeah, this one's better. What horror? Okay, thank you. We got to talk. It one is day. so over the top, especially. I mean, bloodied face. Some of these deaths are insane. <laughs> but it's not just gore for gore's sake. It's in fact, they don't even show you the gore. They show you like the d- blood dripping on the floor. It's implied, thing. yeah. It is implied, and it's funny. Good. It's just 
laugh out loud fun. I laughed so hard. So I, I know I sound like I'm doing an ad. This I is surprising to hear from you. Too, this is so surprising my, uh, to hear. And my were just like, shut up. You sound like you're doing an ad. I, I just left. I haven't been that excited I, leaving a movie theater, I don't think, in a decade. I don't think I've ever seen you this excited. About, about <laughs> anything. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I will say it was 100% helped by being in a theater. You know that there are certain movies yeah. that when you're around yes. and oh, everyone's yeah. laughing together, Man, it's com- really helped. Comedies and, and horrors seem to be the best movies to watch in theaters. Absolutely. And you got both wrapped into one. Hell yeah. You don't <laughs> need to see this in a theater. It's not like, oh my God, the sound is incredible. And so are the, the picture. The cinematography. Yeah, it's none of that. But being with a group of people yeah. made it way better. That's it's awesome like watching the game at the people. bar versus exactly. at home by yourself. Great, yeah. great analogy. I, I would say go see it while it's in theaters. It's really, you'll have a Ray good time. Ray Liotta's last movie, too, yeah, I and think. Ray yeah. Liotta's fantastic. <laughs> Actually, everybody in the movie has at least one good turn and one good scene. It was, it, it was really fun. It just was really... Fun. I know this is dumb to get this excited I'm, about. Uh, a movie. I'm, I'm excited so to actually you. see you excited <laughs> yeah. about something. Emily, Matt Bearden, and Spenny on the CJ Morgan Show. The votes are in for the Austin Music Awards, and we'll tell you who won and who didn't. It's all over the internet in Austin, at least. Uh, the Austin Music Awards hosted last night. The Chronicle puts that on. Uh, we were invited to uh, cover it as press. Wait, we were? Yeah, we, well, I got an email. Oh, I didn't but get But I was email. like, oh, it's on Sunday, man. Yeah, Sundays are a little too hard for me, so I, I, I didn't end up going either. I, I could have swore they usually do this during South by Southwest, but it's moved, and uh, there's been a lot happening, um, and I've, I've, I have a few complaints about the Austin uh, Chronicle Music Awards. Ooh, okay. Uh, before we get into it, should I tell you a couple of the bests of Please the year? Please do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the winner of the Band of the Year was Sir Woman. Uh, best new act, Die Spitz. Very cool, punky, girly band. You should look them up. Musician of the Year, uh, Adrian uh, Quesada. Is that correct? Yeah. Did I say that right? Look at me. Uh, Quesada. So, there we go. Album of the Year, Spoon, Lucifer on the on sofa. sofa. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Song of the Year, Urban Heat's Have You Ever. There's a whole list. Uh, you can go on Austin Chronicles' website. Urban Heat's badass. Urban Heat is cool. I saw them I forget at that dude's ACL band Fest. before, but uh, they're, they're pretty rad. They're super cool. Very 80s synth dystopian, and his like voice is very deep. It's pretty, if you like, like Bauhaus or Joy Division or stuff yeah. like that, but it's a little more upbeat. It's kind of eighties, very very much so. Yeah, yeah. synth eighties. And he's got like nineteen abs. Not that that matters, but uh, the dude has a <laughs> shirt off a lot. Know. Oh man! Shout out to uh, Mohawk for winning best live music venue. Man, that place rules. I as know. always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best live metal act was uh, Rickshaw Billy. Yeah, Burger Rickshaw Billy's man. Yeah. yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. Shout out to Rickshaw Billy's. And then Daniel from Nane was inducted into the Austin Music Hall of Fame along with Warren Hood. So uh, I'm I'm sad that I didn't go. Um, unfortunately, it was also hosted by a really cool drag queen in the area, uh, Bridget, and I just I just didn't have time. And I've gone to these before, and it's just it's a lot of standing around. Well, let's let's <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let's stop uh, bearing the lead. Uh, best radio station. Who won? Oh uh, well, best radio <laughs> you know, station. You know exactly um, who won. It was not us. <laughs> Um, and, uh, well, congratulations to best, uh, radio host, uh, winning best radio DJ and being inducted into, uh, I think like the hall of fame or something. Yeah, industry Well deserved. Again, this is more of a music thing, so I'm not going to complain about like, why didn't we get anything? But I am a little annoyed that there was no mention, nominations, anything 101X involved at all. Oh, no. As As if we don't, you know, appreciate some of our local artists with Homegrown every weekend or exposure. It's appreciated. I would go a step further and say that I know of every one of these bands on the list. I know of all the winners, Mm -hmm. not because of Austin Buzz, not because of other radio stations, but because of Homegrown. Yes. Because when Urban Heat first formed, I saw them play. Uh, a homegrown show. Yeah. They were one of the first bands. Yes, I've heard of right. D Spitz because of, like, it's just kind of annoying. And I, I, I'm i partially bitching because uh, obviously I'm a homer with 101X. I know we're like, oh, y'all are just corporate and you play stuff like that. And John Laird, the host of Homegrown, is one of my best friends. I married him and his wife. Yeah. They used to work here. I guess he still kind of does. But, like, all these artists, all these bands, like, homegrown and 101X were playing him first. John yeah. was in the game first. He, yeah. 
discovered a lot of them first, mm-hmm. but once they get buzzed and they get heat on them, then it's like, oh my God, like this is so cool. KUTX like broke these bands. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Did they now? And, and it's, it, it's <laughs> even frustrating with some of the artists because you will have them like, they'll be very thankful and very happy to do these shows and do all this stuff and work with John and Homegrown 101X. And again, I'm bitching on my own. I'm not bitching because he bitches because he doesn't. Uh, but then like, once they kind of get some shine on them and get going, it's kind of like, oh, thank you, goodbye. But like KUTX likes us now, and it's like, well, you know, we're still a hundred thousand watt commercial radio station. We right. still have yeah twenty times. We don't just broadcast the listeners to the Austin area. We actually broadcast beyond you know and I will, several I mean, counties. <laughs> listen, uh, that station does, but I, I will say, on any given day, there are still. Uh, thousands more listeners, but I don't know. It's just one Including of Including my mom it's in one Houston. Of th- it's nice. <laughs> See, if, you you wanna, if just, you're a big band, my mom listens to you. It's just one of the things that frustrates me with this Austin uh, circle jerk is that uh, we don't get quite the recognition because we're seen as corporate radio, and yeah, we might play some ass music every now and then. But sure. uh, again, I've heard of all these bands for years because of... 101X. Yeah. It's just annoying right. that yeah. you know, we don't get We're that. We're in the industry, too. You right. know, We go and support these artists. Sorry to bitch too much. We're talking the Austin Music Awards. I complained way too much. But seriously, congratulations to all the winners. A lot of great music here. Um, but let's let's uh, cut to the brass tacks. No, let's, no, let's no. Let's fight about fine. Spoon now. Why do you hate Spoon? Oh, you I interviewed Britt Daniel. He liked you. Yes, no, I don't no, no, hate no. Spoon at all. The, the question <laughs> is... When is a band too big to be considered for the Austin Music Awards? Because if we, as a radio station, as like a corporate radio station, are not to be considered for the Austin Music Awards because we aren't local enough, because we are mainstream or whatever, quote unquote, why is it Spoon? I feel like if you've been to the Grammys, then, you know, it's kind of hard to compete against sure. somebody who's a Grammy winner. That, like- that includes Black uh, Pumas and stuff, too, if, you know... You're well, com- this is supposed to showcase smaller maybe artists. Maybe it's more of an apology to Spoon because the city never seemed to give a crap about them while they were here. Sure. <laughs> uh, we like to pretend. We like to claim. Yeah. Well, but, you know, I even think, the government didn't care, you know, with music incentives and things like that. Or, well, I think it's fair that they won album of the year because Lucifer on the Sofa is a great album. Sure. I also think it was uh, produced partially in Austin. And I think Jim Eno, band mm-hmm. member and producer, I think he still is based out of Austin. Well, there you go. So, qualifying. I then. mean, I would, I would still say it counts, but I get it. Mm. I also think they mm. don't have, they have, I think they have way too many categories and not enough places to fill it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like there mm-hmm. is a lot and there's way too much. Um, yeah, yeah. They and, had they had a best radio show. Did you know that we didn't even get nominated either? Oh, of course not. Which solar powered station won that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sun Radio. There's some show on Sun Radio. I That's okay. Called. They're they're fine and all. Yeah, um, I know. We're we're just being jerks. <laughs> Actually, honestly. For anyone in radio, to be fair, it's kind of nice to see some people getting shout-outs, you know what I mean? Because it's similar to what we do, and it's kind of nice to see some other people succeed, too. No, absolutely. Um, sure. it's, Especially it's, people that are KUTX succeeding. <laughs> sorry. Not, not sorry, sorry, wow. not sorry. I love KUTX. I it's just they get all the credit. Yeah. I love that one day someone who works for or is a fan of Sun Radio got into it with me about stuff, and then so... I took pictures of three of their billboards that had Dave Grohl on them, and I was like, <laughs> local music! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, bitches aside, it is really cool to see uh, a lot of our favorite artists get these uh, get these accolades, because they, mm-hmm. they are awesome, and there is kind of a bubble in Austin that's kind of hard to break out of when, when you're an act. Like, you can succeed here, you can do well here, but then you can also oversaturate playing yourself exactly. in Austin and yeah. around way, way, way too much. So how do you take that leap that Spoon has and the Black Pumas are working on? Like, how do you take that next step to where you're not just a really big Austin band? I mean, there are a lot of great, like Vallejo was huge in Austin. They were big back in the day, 90s. But, you know, it's like, how do you how do you then transcend and do that? And so I think that's kind of the next step is to see how we not just support our local acts, but help them, uh, help them grow more on the uh, on the national level. And then I guess last thing, I mean, let's give a shout out to uh, Daniel uh, from Nane, um, who passed away last year and, and getting recognition because, man, they were a rocket ship and they mm-hmm. were one of those bands that I felt was, they were, was they were about posting. to pop, yeah. about to boom. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. You can find more uh, at the Chronicles website um, and and no, uh, no CJ show on that. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm at. We'll, we'll forgive you. 
Did you know? Time to learn some things on this very radio program. And, of course, uh, if you hear the catchphrase, did you know before, it it means what you're hearing is a fact. Um, I said something on the Internet on, I forget what it was. Maybe it was an argument. Maybe it wasn't. Someone who I do not know who I've never seen their avatar before, replied to me with all caps, did you know? <laughs> and it made me feel very proud. Uh, we, we finally got our catchphrase. Uh, did you know? Ty Warner, the guy who created Beanie Babies, only got into the toy business after his acting career failed. Oh. Uh, watched a documentary on the Beanie Babies, by the way, and it was uh, very fascinating and interesting and weird. Not just the collectors, but Ty Warner was a very bizarre dude, a, a, a really eclectic type. Uh, fascinating. I recommend you watch that. Um, did you know my uh, fiance's mom was a big Beanie Baby collector and has finally now realized it's not worth crap and dumped them on us? Did you know? Uh, a lot of people in the Midwest who are in dead-end jobs only got into those dead-end jobs after their Beanie Baby collection value <laughs> absolutely plummeted, plummeted and <laughs> they realized they had no savings and no... People literally thought, oh, yeah. these things are so collectible. It's a gold rush. They, it was like crypto. Yeah. I remember they had them for a bit like in uh, kids' meals at McDonald's, too, and people were just insane. Oh, you couldn't eat, you're not supposed to eat the beans in there. No. Okay, uh, pretty good, what, though. I don't know what's more sad. Those people... Tastes good. Or the people like my dad, who was always trying to catch the next Elmo or the next Beanie Baby. Next so Furby. he would buy these weird toys and think that it was going to be the next big one, but then it never happened. Aww. So we still just have all this crap. Do you have a full, do you have a house, a room in your house that's just Lego? Pretty much. Okay. that People who live in Lego houses should not cast bricks. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Very nice. What you got for us? High five to that one. You're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Ricky Gervais, uh-uh. comedian. Uh-uh. 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 Well, go ahead. Look, I'm just setting this up here. All right. You all know who Ricky Gervais is, right? Yes. Correct. Yes, yes. Uh, did you know? Ah, there we are. <laughs> did you know Ricky Gervais of The Office fame, UK, and other things? He was in a new wave group in the 1980s. Called Siona Dancing. I absolutely did know that. Did and you? And you can find one music video that he made that's online. Not yeah. the joke music video that he made from when he did the British office. Yeah. You can actually find his band. Yeah. The yeah. song that apparently is called uh, More to Lose, I believe. It was just a huge hit in the Philippines. Did you know? <laughs> nice. Well, Ricky Gervais got uh, success at a young age. Uh, did you know? So, uh, Matt Bearden was in a new wave band called, was it Steaming the Dutch? It was called or... Steaming the Dutch. Okay. Uh, you know why? Why? Because uh, we thought it was hilarious that uh, the initials would be STD. Okay. That's uh, literally nice. how we came up with the name. <laughs> did you, what did you play? Or did you sing? Uh, keyboards and I sang. Do you actually know keyboards? Or? No, the guy in our band who was a really good keyboardist would teach me how to play like, like each song. Beat? Okay. Like almost like how, how, how you learn how to sing phonetically. Yeah. And then I would just learn how to play those little beats. Smart, yeah. That was smart. terrible. Nice. Terrible. But we had fun, though. Do you have any video of it? Oh, somebody's got to somewhere. Oh, oh my that. God. Give us one, Matt. Oh, is it my turn again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you know the trend of players wearing longer basketball shorts? It started in 1987. And I, you know, you see those old videos, and they had really short shorts, and then yeah. they had longer shorts. I never really understood what changed it. Uh, once again, tip your hat to Michael Jordan. He asked for his particular shorts to be lengthened because he's wanted something to grab onto when he was bent over, like catching his breath, waiting for a free throw or something. And he would get kind of tired. And he was like, can I get my shorts longer so I can just kind of hang on to them? Well... He was a trendsetter. Everyone was into Jordan. Sure. I want to be like shoes, Mike. Yeah. All that. And so suddenly, a bunch of players were like, yeah, can I get longer shorts too? Kids started wearing longer they shorts, suck. and it just took off. Also, doesn't make sense why the sport that probably has, uh, scientifically speaking, people with the longest dongs would have wait, wait, these wait, shorty wait. shorts. Wait. Basketball has the long... Oh, because everyone's like seven Everyone's like tall. seven foot tall and has like 15 to 16 inch shoes. I'm just saying. It doesn't always correlate. Says the tall guy with big feet in the room, man. That's right. Trust All me. Right. Did you know? <laughs> well, okay. I'm, let, let, let's put the horse jockeys up against it then. The top complaints from the Super Bowl and why Rihanna should be in jail. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? Dead thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. 
Computer, load up Celery Man, please. Yes. Let's go through some clickbait. That's right. Uh, we've got some FCC complaints about Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance. Um, I'm going to start with what the uh, elephant in the room is. Um, a black woman was dancing and singing on TV. Oh, yep. Is, is that the main complaint? Can we, you just want to say it? Probably. The rest is all just dog whistles. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, she was pregnant. She was pregnant. That actually, we'll, we'll get to that in this oh, list. Um, uh, no, seriously, like uh, the, the same happened with Beyonce a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, it really seems there's an under, maybe the people themselves can't even figure it out, but it Well, it they kinda, may not even be aware how racist they are, some of them, I bet. No. They're just like, I can't put to words why I hate that woman. They just want to see their dad rock band who, you know, should have retired 30 well, years ago. When dad rap bands came out a year or two ago, like, people were upset, too. Yeah. You know, those dad rappers. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to it. These are some of the complaints uh, lodged to the FCC. Obviously, it was a massive uh, halftime performance. It was one of the top-rated Super Bowls, halftimes in a long, long time. I like the platforms, man. It looked like a Super Smash Brothers level. It just it was cool. <laughs> it was cool, but it, it should have changed after two songs. But I get sure, it. She was yeah. probably limited. Uh, yeah. As we mentioned, she was pregnant, so there wasn't as much... There wasn't any outfit changes, moves, stuff like that. It was so cool. Rihanna, she's awesome. Let's get real. Did she sing Disturbia? No. No. That's okay, because she's still saying Umbrella and Bitch Better Have My Money. Uh, speaking of that, uh, the performance was one of the things most people complained about. Uh, her performance was way too sexual. Too sexual. Hmm. Uh, I mean, she, had, she, she smacked her booty a little too much, huh? Mm. Uh, song lyrics were oh. inappropriate. Well, that's just Rihanna. Uh, not just inappropriate, but uh, one person said children should not be exposed to pornography. <laughs> I don't think they know what pornography is. Man. I don't think they know either. <laughs> well, another person said they had to turn off because it was so indecent. Because of the pornographic content. Who are okay. these people? Are the Amish watch, are allowed to watch the Super Bowl? I don't think the Amish yeah, would even care. Yeah. Uh, being pregnant was one of the people. They didn't like what they saw from her. The way she was dancing because she was pregnant. One of the uh, the complaints. I mean, she was barely dancing. I imagine all of these are from medical professionals, correct? Yeah, sure. correct. Uh, like this uh, medical professional or a couple of things. Um, uh, quote, she spread her butt cheek and crack. Nice. I, I missed it. I didn't see that part. I didn't see that one. Well, we did all see this. Uh, she rubbed her pants where her he 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 was three nuggets. times. Uh, I three. saw that. I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, people are gonna bitch about that." Yeah. But I didn't realize people were gonna bitch about that. How do you know she wasn't nervous and just wiping off some clammy hands? You know, I know. <laughs> I, it, it wasn't even that big. Of, it was like a tap. It wasn't. I don't know. It hey, wasn't. I, sure, it I was someone's. My, I scratch my junk at work every day. Okay, I do too. I do it more than three times a day. I do it in day. the hallway, and I realize like I need to quit because I'm like, oh, people are around. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. an HR report. All right the there. people complaining. Come on, you've scratched your junk a couple times in public. It's no yeah. big deal. My fiance always she's like, quit touching your dinger. And I'm like, oh man, I didn't realize I was doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to practice not doing yeah, that. She might have just had an, an itch. Uh, the, <laughs> the most FCC complaints, of course, came uh, during the famous wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson and uh, right, Justin yeah. at Tim. Timberlake, uh, but this one in most recent history is is one of the the most. Again, she was pornographic, pregnant, and dancing. Jesus, mm-hmm. man, we're just a country of a bunch of big babies, I guess. Pearl clutching fruits. Hey, you don't want to be exposed to life. It's and then the culture wars run with it. On Monday, they get a go on Tucker Carlson and say how mad they are. When really, are you really that mad? Is it really that big of a deal? Is it really also, bad? Did your kids care people, that much? You're, yeah, they also, don't. Explain to me how that was woke. Any of that? <laughs> you know I what don't I mean? Know. How's it a woke show? I don't know. Ugh. And a majority of these people that complain about the halftime show are the same people that are like, oh. Let's see, halftime show performer, time to get another beer. I'm not coming back till the football's back on. So it's like they don't even watch it anyways. Yeah. Like, shut up. You don't even watch it anyways. It's not for you. It's for us. Okay? Well, my kids can't watch a woman dancing, but man, that guy got a concussion good. Uh-huh. Like, someone was literally hospitalized and almost died. An ambulance had to come on the field, and like, that's chill. Yeah. But, like, Rihanna touching her hand away. Look, man. man. Uh, well, well. Massive objects that shouldn't exist. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. 
Is it weird? Is it wired? We're going to talk about Spencer's butt because it is. It's a nice butt. It's big. Should it exist, though? I said massive objects, not juicy objects. Oh, good point. Good point. You're familiar with the James Webb Space Telescope, guys? Yes. That's the newest telescope we put up in the uh, skies above above our giant flat Earth. That looks almost backward in time if you understand that, well, light has to travel and it takes a while for it to travel. So it's kind of peering into the past. And those things might not exist. Um, Guess what? We have found a bunch of stuff that is giant and literally shouldn't exist. Uh, All the modeling we've ever done of the universe tells us certain things, things that we believe. But one of the reasons they wanted to put the Webb telescope up there was to test a lot of these Theories is a great thing about science is that you're constantly trying to prove yourself wrong, yeah. which is a little different than what we as humans tend to do on the internet, which is where we go look for information to prove ourselves right. See? I <laughs> <laughs> got you. I was right. Uh, but uh, they were scanning a region of the cosmos. It's right near the Big Dipper. And uh, can you guys find the Big Dipper in the sky? It's like the only one I think it's I can the, find. It's literally the only yeah. one. And then I look a well, little bit longer and I find the Little Baby Dipper. The two easiest... Are probably one the Big Dipper, two Orion, and then the Pleiades are the real small. You can see them. They're on the uh, the Big Dipper, especially is on the what is it the equatorial part to where you can see it pretty much any time of year. Yeah. But it's, it's super easy. You guys ever seen the Coke Spoon? Uh, no, the little it's in the constellation of Hotel Vegas. You guys <laughs> ever seen that one? <laughs> uh, anyway, the subjects uh, they are found are ancient gallery uh, galaxies, right? Um, they probably appeared around 13 billion years ago. 13 billion. And the problem is, they're too big. They're too big. Uh, they are not supposed to have been able to grow to this size in the amount of time that we have from what, when the Big Bang was supposed to have occurred. Well, isn't it also they either will, if if objects in space get too big, they either collapse in on themselves or they break apart. Also, it, well, the universe it, is expanding. So mm, I'm Part so, of it is just, hmm. so remember when they, they came out probably about six months ago and said, oh, we've actually seen some of the earliest formed galaxies um, that we think we've ever seen, yeah. and they're from around 350 when the Earth, I mean, the the universe was around 350 million years old. There was supposed to be dust and particle and gas everywhere, but not enough time for stuff to form. But they're tiny. What they're finding now is they're like, okay, this Megatron is giant, and there's no way there should have been enough matter that formed together to create galaxies huh. of the size. Awesome. Here's an actual quote Literally. from the astrophysicist at CU Boulder, Erica Nelson. Are you ready? Here's the actual quote. It's bananas, which <laughs> I don't know. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I don't know the exactly scientifically how that fits in, but when you get a scientist to break down and go, yeah, it's bananas, you know they found something. They said, they're look, they are red and bright. They're red because they're so far away over so much space time that the light itself has been stretched out and now just appears as red light instead of bright white light. And the galaxies form some 500 to 700 million years after the universe was created. They're saying, look, there just shouldn't have been enough matter around to create fantastic bursts of stars like this. So now we know where your mom was born. I don't know what that means. Because she's so big, yeah. you had to be on a big galaxy. But she lives here on Earth. Yeah, okay, never mind. A lot of gravity there, too. <laughs> massive. I don't know, man. Your mom's primordial because all that ooze. Ooh, dripping. Oh, uh, anyway, okay, they yeah. say they're going to have to keep looking into this more and more, but they say there, there is the very real chance that my dong was formed there. Oh, God. That's where I should How have gone with here? this. Yeah. How did it get here to the Earth? Then? Or wait till, I, wait till right when I say something else and then end with that or something. Okay, go ahead. That's just a weird interruption. Yeah. All right, no more joker, no more jokes. This is serious space talk. That is literally a setup for a joke. I know you. No, it's not. Go ahead. They say that these spotted. No, I'm I'm being serious now. Behemoths. Okay. <laughs> may change what we put in our heads. And may change the way we talk, what comes out of our mouths from now through eternity. Wow. CJ, I'm very proud of you for... They say, where did we come from? CJ, anything? Interesting. Could be huge black holes out there. Hmm. Okay. Fascinating. Spinning. 
Nice. Yeah. Enjoyable. Some of them constricting, I bet. You know, get yeah. a little tighter. Blasting material Matter. everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Good. Face it. Good article. Thank you. Thank you. I, I learned a lot. Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.